0: Fumble through Fumble through Fumble through Fumble through Fumblin's room Fumble and through fumble and through fumble through, through, through,
1: through, through As we walk down the winding path that is the world of mystery, we see the pebbles and potholes that block our way. Sometimes we stumble. Sometimes We fumble through. Fumble Fumble through! Just like Batman. We fall so we can get back up again.
2: Never gonna get me
1: down. <laughs> Hello and welcome everybody to another one of our magnificent episodes once again in the heart of the Fumble Factory ready to play the Siege of Serpents Pathfinder Society Scenarios Spectacular. That's a lot of alliteration. <laughs> nice to be back in the game system. It's nice to be here at the table with my friends and it's nice to get some rolling of dice on. Lindsay, what is happening on social media? Let me guess. You've been too
3: busy. No. And you haven't done anything. No, I've posted TikToks. Oh, my goodness. Yep. TikToks are ticking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: tickin and talking. Ticking yeah. and tacking and talking. What can you do?
2: You can share a TikTok to someone, can't you?
1: Just Probably. talk to me about what the yeah. kids can
2: do to share the <laughs> you TikToks. You find someone else's TikTok and you tack it to it.
3: <laughs> I've, um, I've, I've found the love of uh, AI D&D face generator effect on TikTok. Oh, man. My- so, you, you know, you take a photo of your- like a f- shows your face and then turns you into a D and D character. So I've been doing random shit with random people. Now, yeah, shits. I did. I did it to the friends, all two of them. No, the friends, <laughs> like you know, the show, the friends. Oh, yeah. Friends. Only
2: two of them left. Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah. And I did it to uh, poor Danny DeVito, Chandler Bing.
1: Oh, Dan Lee DeVito, Danley DeVito. I did
3: Batman. Batman turned out really cool. Yeah. Did he? Well, mm. well. Wow, wow. oh. Well, wow,
1: good. Well, go on to TikTok and check it out. I mean, those descriptions sound pretty amazing. I've also
3: done some other random stuff that you'll find on there. Me doing a little, like, questions and answers and all that kind of stuff. I'm okay. have to get you guys recorded soon. Cool. It's wonderful. Sounds good.
2: Mm-hmm. Get on that. I'll get on that straight away, Liz.
3: And if you haven't done so, like,
1: subscribe, hit the smash buttons. Oh, that, you know, oh as a kid one say, more thing, sorry. Smash those like
3: buttons. Sorry, one more thing I forgot to mention. I have uploaded all our videos to YouTube.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Thank Thanks you headliner. to headliner. Yeah, yeah. So
3: um, you can find all our videos on YouTube now.
2: I love every week it's automatic. Videos mm. cool. as in just the so yeah, basically I I took, yeah, the, yeah. Audio I took yeah. the audio
3: and put an audiogram on it. And cool. You know. That's really cool. Yeah. So we're on YouTube now as well, just uh, an extra place that people can find us. If you want a bit of
2: fun, go to the um, transcriptions on those YouTubes and just see what it thinks we say.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: oh yeah, <laughs> me word bad at even word. Good. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's not going to actually understand the thing I say. Anyway, it. Look, guys, it has been a while since we've done this, but I want to catch up with what's going on in your lives. I don't remember the last time we actually sat and said, what is happening? And mm. I know there are people out there that care. I don't. But there are people <laughs> oh. <laughs> out there that, that want to know what's happening. So what is taking up your brain space? What's going in? Tell us about your stuff. Be friends and shit.
4: I <laughs> well, then we'll jump in.
2: <laughs> well, I've got stuff. So today on release date, today is my wife's birthday. My wife. Um, we've celebrated well, I hope, or I'm divorced. One of the two of those outcomes. <laughs> well, you're is, here right well, now mm, doing this. Well, this it releases in a couple of weeks. So there's that. What about uh, the birthday? Well- so I've got a little out because I turned fifty not that long ago, and we skipped that birthday because mm-hmm. of other things. She had a gallbladder removed at that point, mm-hmm. and how very inconsiderate! It, right? So you now, is it for my fiftieth? I got a bowel cancer care kit. Oh, <laughs> poop and scoop! What? I haven't opened the packet. <laughs> <Poop and laughs> I don't know if it's a um, the send <laughs> or receive care. packet.
1: Oh, that's great!
2: Poop and yeah. scoop. Yeah, I love it.
1: Yeah, all right. Anything else going on? What's the hobby situation? What's the what's the downtime sitch?
2: Oh, look, my time's a little compressed at the moment. I'm finding myself with uh, a new job trying to just figure out all the ins and outs of that. I'm coming home more tired than I'd hoped I would. The dog needs a bit of care and a bit of walking, which actually is quite nice sometimes and is frustrating as fuck some other times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it means I just want to go to bed and get up and the daily routine is a bit consuming, um, which is why I haven't been posting on Facebook or what's the other thing? Insta. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Like just finding the time for the stuff I love is harder and harder. It gets that way. So I love being at this table. It's like, it's something that everyone in my household goes, leave daddy alone, let him go downstairs. (laughs) And
1: it has been in in real life. It's been a week or two since we've been together Mm. at
2: this table. Mm. So
1: it's been a little a little minute and stuff. What about you, Luke? What's going on in the the local world? Oh, or- well,
4: um, I guess a lot of my time has been spent dealing with um, for the last 15, 16 weeks, was it? I think. Yeah, right. yeah, that's right. Uh, it felt like that. I tell you, it felt like I was getting violated, really. Um, selling of a house. Oh. Which is oh. now complete. And is done. it? Ooh. Yep. All done and dusted. So oh, congratulations. House, yes. oh, where's, house, where's the champagne? <laughs> our house back- It's all over in the UK. Uh, our house back is it in, in the, the middle of the street? <laughs> it's been finally sold, which means now we can actually pay for tickets to fly back, the whole family. And you are going Christmas. back
1: soon, aren't you? We are going back this Christmas, yes. Which is probably a nice moment for us to just tell our listeners there's going to be a pause, the Christmas pause. We will do Christmas break. Mm-hmm. We're on a break. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd probably do some episodes without Luke, without his knowledge, without his understanding, yeah, we'll that. or That's his fine. consent. Because we were on a
2: break. To yeah. be to be fair, the audience, our listeners won't
3: notice. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we watch um Princess Bride without him. Well, hey. There
2: is a Princess
3: Bride- I don't even know what I'm missing. So I mean, <laughs>
2: <Exactly>. <laughs> There's a Princess Bride screening with live musicians, and oh. some excellent musicians are playing some, like, because it's Mark Knopfler music in it. Like, they did with the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we could hook that up and go and see it with the, the Gregorians, Ooh. if you know anything about um, guitarists. They're doing Gregorian chanting. the Gregorian, de- gr- chanting. No, the Gregorian <laughs> brothers are playing the guitar, and they're amazing when guitarists. When uh, Probably last week. <laughs> I'll search. I'll
1: search. It's great when he gives us pieces yeah, of information that he doesn't know the yeah. entirety of and stuff. Yeah. I too have seen this advertising. I know very little about it, nor do I want to leave my house. So yeah. I'm not going. So but, yeah, that's
4: been, that's been a big relief in our household. That's a lot, awesome. lot of pressure well off. Well done. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. That so, must
1: have sucked.
4: Oh, it did. Yeah. For a house that had no chain, yeah. Um, and it was literally just us selling it and the, the first time buyers buying it. 15-week process. I mean, in the UK, it should take about eight weeks, <sighs> 10 to 12 max if that's it's rough. a chain. Yeah. And for some reason, it just took 16. It was absolutely ridiculous because we were paying the mortgage without anybody letting out. So yeah. it was just, yeah.
1: Would it have been an easier process, you think, if you were still over there? No. <laughs> no. Well, that's an indictment on yeah, that system, right. isn't we'd it? Been,
3: yeah. So good thing that anyway. you've,
1: uh, you've uh, migrated to a
4: better country. Soon, yep. you'll, indeed. Soon, you'll be a
1: citizen.
3: Going to say, yes. become a citizen. So well, that's the vote.
1: thing, that
4: is on the agenda now. I've got all the paperwork ready. I just need to submit it. But I was somewhat concerned it was going to go through before we um got back from the UK. Have
1: you, have you ever thought of ways of speeding up your Australian citizenship? Like, no. you know, just walking around in thongs and, and <laughs> like stubbies, drinking Foster's.
4: We're trying to bring a touch of class here. Yeah. <laughs> not, you know, going loco. Nah, not. fuck that, mate.
2: <laughs> That's the way that should be said. Yeah,
4: you can. Yeah,
1: that's it. That's it. You got it. You got it. So, well, the
2: Princess Bride is playing next year. <laughs> <laughs> on Brilliant. So, we haven't missed it In, in April. Oh, at yeah. well, yeah. the be convention back. center. Sweet. Wow. Um, we should do that. Tickets go on sale to the public tomorrow. Oh. How much record, Recording time. It's hard to tell without tickets on sale to the public right now, because I can't see the tickets on they sale. Did they
4: actually give you an estimated price for anything? There's,
2: it, it, they're on a pre-sale at the moment to ticket take, um patrons. Not and, a spot. Um, it's a symphonic cinema.
1: That sounds actually delightful to yeah. go to that.
4: I was glad I missed the Star Wars ones, actually. Yeah. So this would be a nice treat to not to see the film for the first time. <laughs> With such a-
2: With Slava Gagorin and the Queensland Pops Orchestra playing the music, it'll be pretty special. Slava the Gagorin Gagorians.
1: is a very, very good guitarist.
2: Mm.
1: All right, Lindsay, what have you been up to? What's
3: going down in the world of Linz? I bought another, print, another 3D printer. Yeah. So I bought- um- Sex toys. This is all about the <coughs> sex toys on Thingiverse. I mean, I could do that.
1: I stumbled into the- a 3D printer sex toy section, and I was Did amazed, really, really amazed at what people are 3D printing. Now, my experience with 3D printers are they're in layers and they break off easy. You certainly don't want them breaking off in there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, the, no, that's the thing. I, I remember trying to fi- find a resin version of a Darth Vader butt plug for Brett's 50th.
2: Oh, it popped up on my Facebook feed <laughs> the other day. <laughs>
3: oh, it popped up. It
2: just popped up there. Yeah, I so it. Sorry, it popped
3: out, I mean up. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, um, Danny, I've
2: got- I have altered the deal. <laughs> what am I going to do with two of them, Lindsay?
3: <laughs> I have this large scale tavern that I've got from a 3D model subscription Now I want to print. But I was having so much trouble with the resin printer because it is so freaking heavy in resin. Like one wall is like five kilos. It was just oh like, wow. Yeah, right. Yeah. That that's exaggerating. It was yeah, it was probably like five Resin grams. is dense. Resin yeah, printing is dense. So um it kept falling off the, the supports. And because like when you print resin, it's upside down. So gravity and weight. So I um went, eh, let's have a look at FDMs and there was like a birthday fifty percent off sale. Got one for three hundred bucks, so Okay started printing a giant scale tavern. Wow!
1: Nice. So Lindsay's got another month of setting up his new printer before he can get it to work. <laughs> Finding the right PLA to get in
3: there. Uh, just a no, Christmas I ordered, I I ordered ten I'll kilos
4: be, with it. Yeah, like, that'd yeah. be and dusted for us to have a scene in a tavern. Ten, ten, not ten all
3: Christmas. PLAs are the same. Ten kilos of uh, of filament came with it. Yeah, so.
1: hey, not all filament is equal. Can I just say, some of it is much better than others. I
3: bet you'll have it printing in a week. Good. I don't want to take that back because I don't want to bet against you. I also have um, auto.
1: Immune oh, a-
3: Auto tray right. leveling and all that fun oh. stuff. So I don't <laughs> worry about any of that crap. <laughs> he was
1: bearing the lead.
3: I'm just trying to. It's something I do a lot with you guys. I don't know. But I just soldier on through the, <laughs> so, the poor so jokes. It, it auto levels. Makes it all the yeah. funnier.
1: It's got an auto leveler. Yeah. What brand is it?
3: Elagoo.
1: Oh wow. Mm. Sounds pretty a good. What? Elagoo. It is amazing how cheap that yeah, stuff it's, is. Of it? It was very super quickly
4: cheap. that came down yeah. in price, say hey?
1: yeah. yeah. Oh well, they weren't that expensive to start with, to be honest. You could you could pick one up for around that price for a very long time. Mm. It was always the resin printers that were a little more expensive. So it just also depended how big a tray and
3: height wise.
2: So do you have tray. to put it in a thing to cure it? Is there the no, not, not
3: for the PLA ones, the resin mm. one. I've got a curing for one for the resin. Oh, right. But then, no, the, this one is just like it squirts out hot plastic and there you go. Mm.
2: I'll be doing that later after my curry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you waited till <laughs> Luke did, had a drink, man. He did. Yeah. He did, he did you yeah. paused because you knew it was coming <laughs> and then he did it to you. That's hilarious. So. What you, about you, Justin? What's going on? Um,
2: no, nobody cares about him. Yeah. Have no, you been going to the gym?
1: I have been going to the gym, but I'm fat, so I need to. It's a it's a real problem for me at the moment. I have started taking my children to the gym. We have some family passes. Just leaving them there. So I have I have taken my youngest child, who is fourteen, to the gym for the first time, only to realize that he's as coordinated as I was at his age. And that is a problem.
2: Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> that
1: is a problem. So it'll get there. It's pretty fun. It's At least it's something that we can do. You know, it's it's nice. It was something I did with his older brother. The middle one being bit bit reticent. He wants to go, but then he doesn't. He just wants to go with his mates. But I'm like, eh. Right. Yeah. I don't know how that'll work. Does he out.
2: sit on the stretch machine listening to his music, just kind of stretching it out? No. we No.
1: Cool. No, I don't know what you mean
2: by stretch machine. When I. The rack. Well, yeah. There used to be a machine that would help you stretch out parts of your body and you'd kind of.
1: No, they're just weights, Brett. <laughs> the idea of them is you lift those bits.
2: <laughs> I'm sure there was a thing that was kind of weird shaped that would go, you know, you'd sit on it this way and it gives you. Yeah. Like, instead the, of doing a butterfly yeah, stretch or a.
1: There are. that We have one I love machine, that, machine that does stretches. That was my
2: favorite thing at the gym when yeah. I went. Yeah. Swing. It's not really a huge part
1: of, <laughs> that of, the gym, pool. <laughs> of the gym that we've got. The pool is, is pretty fun. Mm. The other thing that I've been doing is I've, I've gotten back into, uh, into a little bit of, of knowledge and learning and listening to podcasts and stuff. And I've been sort of doing a bit of deep dive into the world of, of routine. You know how you talked about routine just before? Mm. I've been talking about, like, the perception of, of how to make life uh, last longer, I guess is, right. is the thing, not not the longevity Necomancy. of it. But yeah, nec- <laughs> oh, Being no, undead, just, how can I become undead? Just <laughs> listen
2: to Justin and it feels like it's an eternity.
1: <laughs> That's correct. But no, the idea the idea that was uh, that was in my head is that like memories memories are a little bit like when you do something new. So as you get older, time seems to go quicker because you're not getting newer experiences. So when you're a child, a lot of things are new and they're things that you you do that, and it's almost like Your brain pauses, stops, takes a photo and says, remember, and those moments are why those like school holidays used to seem forever uh, or yeah. moments right. used to seem forever. And now they get condensed and condensed and condensed. So the idea is that the more routine that you do, and those of you with children, which is all of us in this room, know that children is routine. Like you get home, you do the routine, you do the, the, what I call arsenic hour, the bed, bath, bed, you know, the dinner, bed, bath, that stuff, not in that order, um, but You do all that stuff and then the week goes and he goes, well, was I a good dad? Was I a bad dad? Did I do anything? Did I talk to my kids? You know, that kind of stuff. And so... Looking at ways to lengthen that, and oh. things like, you know, the the guy I listened to said, do something like if you towel yourself after your shower in a certain way, do it the other way. If you start at the top and go to the bottom, do it the other way. Start at the bottom, go to the top. If you put your left leg in f- into your pants first, put your right leg in first, and like just do things differently to try and get that experience. So I've been trying to look for. Unique small ways because obviously mm. you can't go on a holiday all the time or you yeah. can't do other things all the time. But looking at unique ways of changing routine up so that it, it is something a little different and that I remember something. So that's what I've been playing with because I'm a weirdo. <laughs> so that so must Justin's
4: be- been masturbating with his left hand rather than his right. I am left-handed. <laughs> right though. hand rather than his left.
1: <laughs> and it. I'll just let you in. I need both of them.
3: One to hold the tweezers, one to hold the <laughs> nice <next one.
2: laughs> Touché, Lindsay. Um, so in 10, 15 years' time when we get dementia, it's going to seem like an awfully long time because everything will be a new experience? <laughs> that will be – I wonder what
1: time dilation is like at that point. I call it time dilation. I don't know what's called
2: theory of relativity, <laughs> but because all of our want, relatives have I, dementia, we're <laughs> going to get it.
1: I do wonder what that would be like. Like you know, I yeah. guess I'm I'm fortunate that I work in a place where every day is unknown. but There is no routine yeah. for a place that is routine filled. But my job is very much reactive to things. So every day is a bit different there. And some days it does feel like
4: an eternity. I wonder what that must feel like then when you got dementia and so many people in a home. And like every day you wake up and go, where the fuck am I? Like in the panic of being somewhere unfamiliar. Yeah,
3: I thought you were going to go, I wonder what it would be like to have dementia. Everything looks like in your experience. Have you heard me speak? It's like that.
2: It's like when Justin started talking, and he came out with that oxymoron. I've been on a little bit of a deep dive. <laughs> so anyway, um,
1: oh, just to fill you in on what I've been doing, guys, yeah. I've been trying to make time last a bit longer. So I've been doing things a little bit differently. I've listened to a podcast. I've been uh, that was a we're
2: dementia at two, joke. We're at two hours into this episode, say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, speaking yeah. truly like somebody who loves the sound of their own voice. Where right? am, uh-huh. Are you feeding me?
3: Remember a while ago we went to Stanthorpe yeah. uh, on drive there. It went for like six hours. Yeah. Because it was in Justin's that car. three-hour drive. But the half-hour trip on the way back. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah, there was no new experience on the way there. <laughs> no, Lindsay was in
1: a different car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go back in my car. Um yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Thanks, yeah, guys.
3: For cool. Your, uh, yeah, really
2: we're here relaxed. for you, Jussie. Yeah. We're here for you.
3: So before we get started, <laughs> I do have another challenge. Someone has issued me a challenge. Okay. So again, if you can guess the challenge by the end of the thing, they don't. They get nothing. But if you know, I manage to pull off the challenge and you don't guess it. Mm-hmm. Then we'll send him a prize. Okay.
1: Well, as with every episode, we do like to start uh, by brain straining our reign of thoughts. I don't know. I was trying <laughs> to make- oh <laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> Words are really not working for well, me today. Oh. Yeah. Is this yeah. podcast is yeah. so just like a whole new experience. <laughs> <laughs> but I did think that we I, we could start a series of questions today. So, what I want to ask you is this, and this is the first thing. So, step into, if you will- the tavern of your mind.
4: Sorry, I must go quick. the 3D printed one that Lindsay's done? Yep,
1: yep. Well, so he can tax right off. Just
4: collapsed. Yeah.
1: So step into the tavern of your imagination. You are in a party and you find yourselves on the precipice of an adventure. Maybe you just lost a party member. Maybe you've always had maybe three members. What, what kind of stupid party with <laughs> three members in it? But you find yourself- in need of hiring someone else. And this series is really going to be about that because the question is, what makes somebody that you want to hire? So I know that you're going to probably say, oh, there's individuality and there's this and there's so many takes on that. But what I want to find out is if you have to hire, and this is really around the roles classes play in your mind and kind of those generic-y roles a little bit more, but what are the things that the beats that you think classes need to hit to be successful at those classes so if you were in this tavern in the party and you wanted to hire someone uh what i want you to do is Tell me what makes this person or this particular class uh, someone that you want to hire. What are you looking for, right? So you You're giving writing th- us the
4: class? So yeah. Right. Think
1: about the job ad that you would advertise. I want someone that can tick off this, 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 and this as, a, as an idea. It might not be for this party. It might be for any party. And because we have talked about this ad nauseum, and I know it upsets Lindsay, I have chosen the first one to be- Dave. The cleric. <laughs> so if you were to hire a cleric, what are you looking for? What are the things that you think a good cleric needs to tick off to say, I want to that person in my party on my team bang?
3: Okay, I'll go first. I mean, not all clerics need to be healers, for one. So, um, first off, Justin. Actually really good, decent dicey question for us. Good job. Um New experience. Yeah um but i think making sure you have a god that your character knows so you can not know that you know you don't want a god that ends up being the god of sodomy
1: <laughs> or, or something weird i don't know what books you're
3: reading buddy i'm just saying like you know you don't want to hire he's printing them you don't to, <laughs> you don't want to hire a cleric and then then find out their god demands really weird mm-hmm. rituals to receive healing or something like that so I reckon a god that you know, know what their their shtick is. Mm-hmm. What else are you guys looking
4: for? Um, I was wondering, so when you're talking about specific classes, it's obviously there's a focus for that class, but there's got to be some other utility in the, the character, I think. That? Not just the one thing that you would... Dis- so like a fighter, I would be looking... So I know we're talking about cleric, but we're we'll going to to cleric. Sorry, yeah. We're going so the- to get to fighter. Yeah, yeah. Cleric, cleric, I mean... It, traditionally you say healing mm-hmm. that's fair but i would yeah. like there to be um some secondary capacity for. so that what would character. you look for it depends Remember on comp- your hiring yeah, that's somewhat. fine it depends on the comp- current composition of the party yeah so
1: what are the things that you think would be in that zone so, knowledge religion is probably what Lindsay was saying, that, that you would okay. want somebody Fair. with some knowledge religion. That was the total opposite
3: of what I was saying. But, <laughs> but,
1: well, what you're saying is that you want the party as a party to know, but I'm asking you what qualities do you want in the higher, not in the what do you want to know about the higher? Like I'm yeah, assuming I want to know they're God. Like, I like, want to know that yeah. they
3: worship a God that is not going gonna- to- to yeah, our yeah, party. But yes. that's, not, that's
1: yeah. not the role that the cleric plays. That's the thing. Like, I you take know, it back about St. being a good question. It's in Cuthbert, you know, all of those things. Like, you know, someone comes in and he goes, boom, um, you know, I want to know that they're of a good God. Of course you do. Like, yeah. But what are the roles that they want to play? Uh, like, I, if for would, them, yeah. it's, do they need to know their God? Do they need to know the rituals? Do they need to, like, is that, that stuff
4: important to I, you? I think it would be uh, good for the cleric to be quite heavy on the diplomacy. To be okay. the face. To be the face. All right. Definitely. Because that they are, they're a charisma-based character, aren't they? No? Right. Wisdom. Wisdom. Fucking rule books.
1: But the charisma plays a part in Pathfinder because that determines your bursts and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: there we go. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for the save, guys. (laughs) Guess what I've got? What? A list. (sighs) Yeah. So, I don't think they need to heal damage. I think the better cleric is one that prevents damage. So, when you think about- Bless and things like that. Or, or, you know, stick your big maul in the way of the thing and if you don't get hit, there's no need to heal. That's a like so, so one that can control the battlefield and stop your teammates get getting hit is probably a, a more effective character. So,
4: so even more like preventing the combat from happening by diplomatically po- resolving possibly, it. Yeah, so. Possibly,
2: possibly.
1: <laughs> but Lindsay, say something about knowing your God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But, like, the effective thing is put them to sleep, right, or shield or that—that that is really, Hex. really, yeah, yep. that's really effective. So a good cleric could be a witch who can heal, like, we're talking healer as a class probably, or, a, like, I think there's something in that to go, actually, it doesn't need to be a cleric, it can be a paladin, it can be a witch. It's possible they're a bard, but never. I haven't seen one yet. (laughs) I was going to thank you until I said (laughs) it. But I think their primary job is to keep us alive or return us to life when we haven't been successful. Um, I think some versatility, that they're not just that, that they've got something else to them. So I think a, a, a tank or a hit is useful, quite because they can wear armor and they can wield weapons. There is a kind of secondary. You know, be up front, be the tank, heal yourself, take the damage yourself. Like they, there's an effective opportunity for a cleric to kind of be the the damage soak and. Make that the thing? Yeah. Are we talking about a specific system, Pathfinder?
1: Well, but yeah, I guess so, but I'm, I'm kind of looking for the generics. Like, say say somebody came to you and they didn't know how to play this game, and you'd okay. be like, what's a cleric? Oh, these are the things that yeah. make up a cleric, that kind of stuff.
2: So then I think, I think the other thing is that in terms of their- impact on, on their religion, that they should know about it enough to be effective but know broadly about other religions, but not be too preachy about it. That They don't need everyone else to be aligned with them. They just need people within a kind of a step of them that it's okay. Um, I think they should be free. I don't think they should charge their party members for healing. <laughs> as as far as that can be for one or two sessions, it's not great for a long campaign. Um, and I think they should be effective. Don't be a- Be effective. Well, don't be a- (laughs) You know what I want
1: in a party member? Effectiveness. (laughs)
2: don't be an eight ability score wisdom cleric. That's not going to work. Don't be a cleric that can't cast a spell. Unless
4: you've, you know, ruled for your uh, your skills.
2: And that, I guess that's yeah,
4: right.
1: I that way. that's the, the whole adage of you, there are always exceptions to rules, right? There's sure. always fun ways of getting around them, but they're not what you were looking for in a but hire. I, I, you
2: know, the be going-
1: sickly guy that walks in that's got an evil symbol on, on his thing, you're probably going to be like, next.
2: Yeah. Or a bait, great big muscly cleric that can hit the shit out of someone but can't cast spells is probably not the guy I'm looking for. Yeah. 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 Any others, Lynn?
4: No. Justin?
2: Um, for me,
1: it's about, so clerics for me, I, I'm just going to put this out there. I've got a very kind of idealist view in my life. Heavy armor you want to be up in the fight, in the middle of the fight because if someone drops around you you want Gotta to be, be able to touch to, them. you want to be able to pick them back up again but
2: they can't be too far away from you because you're in heavy armor or
1: burst or burst <laughs> yeah, <you know, laughs> the water or, or within take me two rounds to or get within to you. the range to burst yeah. or whatever because you know they're the person and while it might not be healing it's a salve of some sort so they're the person you get blinded you hope your cleric can deal with that or you get Poisoned, or your your cleric is there to to cure the ailments, if you will. Um, the one thing no one has talked about, just fucking the ability to smash undead. Like you, a cleric that can turn is a cleric that is worth their salt. Because I know it's situational; it's not all the time. But the the uh, you I've come never against
2: found that important.
1: You come against undead, and a cleric is your man. Mm, the uh,
2: I've never found that to be. So crucial in a campaign that you know you might come across one or two undead moments, but it's never
1: a have you ever come across a lich? You want a cleric for that, you know, like you get to higher levels, you want the cleric there to but be at dealing that point, with the uh,
2: the paladin's just as effective, right? Uh, yes, and
1: yes, and no. The, the, I guess this is where. The The paladin, if you're standing beside them, you can do some saves and all that kind of stuff, but the cleric is the guy that bolsters you up, that does the soaking of damage and the, all of that kind of the energy damage and stuff. So I think, I think for me it, it's that kind of stuff. Um, but in my mind, I always think a cleric undead, you know, a cleric mm. is your first defense against undead something, whatever that looks like, Thank creating you. holy water, all of those things like these, these are just like the generic things that I think about when I think about a cleric. Um, And the last thing I think about, I know clerics have a very limited skill set for that, but I think a a cleric needs to, like you guys have all said, needs to branch out in some unique way, a cleric of nature or a cleric of, uh, you know, something or other that makes them a little bit special. Doesn't matter what race they are. Doesn't matter what, you know, background they have, but, if there's some kind of moment of nichiness. But, yeah, I th- I kind of agree with Luke that they need to have some ability to
3: speak. Now, some ability. And to Justin, speak. I don't want to poop on your parade. Yeah, you do. But does that mean next time you ask this question, all we need to do is read out what a cleric is in the rule book? No. Like that little blurb on the top of a, what, you know.
1: Not really, but I'm I'm kind of thinking, okay, would you hire, there's a moment where your party needs someone, like you've all gone, oh, I don't think healing's important for a cleric. Are you going to hear, are you genuinely in a party member where, a party where you have to hire a cleric going to be like, oh, that guy can't heal. That's all right. We'll hire him. Versus and- the guy that can smash out a few hit points and burst like the Dickens. And well, per- <laughs> the personally, Dickens. Yeah.
3: I feel like Pathfinder healing is a lot more out of combat than in combat. Mm-hmm. That's just something I've thought of more mm. while playing it. You kind of have bursts, but you never actually cast healing spells really in combat. It's more keep them up and then you heal out of combat. So that's just something the way I seem to play Pathfinder. What the way I've felt playing Pathfinder is it's all more outside of combat than inside of combat I mean I don't know it's I can't think of the same all in one one couple of one thing many of the other half a dozen of one and six of the other something like that Yeah, I just—it's
1: interesting to explore what that means, and I know the there are four that are kind of fairly generic. But I'm interested when we get to something like well, inter- a ranger or I've never actually a played
4: a cleric. I know I'm looking at my character sheet right now, and I've got a level of cleric, but he was never meant to be a cleric, mm. and I've never really leaned so into that. Too much. Well,
3: you've now played a cleric, you can yeah, it but off. like I've never I've never really gone into the cleric. class,
4: to, yeah, yeah. In, in that sense to really explore yeah. that. Isn't
3: yeah. it interesting? Because like my favorite class in every other. Game and even D&D battles game and stuff is a ranger. I've never played one in actual really? role playing tabletop.
2: Hmm. I'm thinking about a really cool cleric called Cataly, who was a cleric of luck,
1: was Catterley, he? Cataly, he was. Cataly
2: Bonaduke.
1: Yeah, yeah, Bonaduce, the R.A. Salvatore. One of the,
2: yeah, one of the Forgotten Realms books. It was and,
1: a, a knowledge, was his. Right, the,
2: so he would kind of. Access all of this information, and cool. His thing, his thing wasn't really healing, but it was summoning monsters, and it was getting demons to do his bidding, and it was kind of getting other. Like, I think that's something cool for a like a summoning cleric. Is a cool cleric that can put. That's beasts. A, that would be into, a cool cleric. Right. So yeah. stand back, heal, but put beasts into the suck the it's prevent the, a great the, prevent yeah, yeah. the damage, yeah. right? So That's a I great think I, I think I think there's, you know, there's interesting kind of ways to shape your cleric to be able to assist the party in not being at full capacity.
1: Mm. Cleric of Denea, he was. Was he? God of knowledge in the Forgotten Realms. Great cleric. Yeah. Great
2: books. Yeah. Good, a wonderful monk in there, That's Luke. A, there is
1: an yeah. excellent monk. His, <laughs> his wife is an excellent yeah. monk. Um, but th- it's interesting you say that because there is different roles. Like I also have an image, like while I think of a cleric in those big shiny armor heavy kind of thing, mm-hmm. I also have an image of a cleric in leathers who is a little more dexterous than-, uh, than Nimble, feet. Yeah, than like stand up and stocky and a little more nimble and- can stand back and do other things like that. But it's, I guess for me, the thing that brings them all together is really the, the ability to patch your party up. Is the thing that I think is the most important part of a, of a cleric—the ability to puts put something in the middle that you're right as the block to shield the party and to patch them up—is really the blo- the the job of the cleric. For I think
2: me. I think the other thing they're good at is stopping the stupid. Their wisdom, innate wisdom, <laughs> should stop the stupid. Not the way I play them. <laughs> okay. I can't stop my, this yeah, level there's, of stupor. There's, there's, no, <laughs> there's no wisdom store, score that can counteract a player. Yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> um,
2: but they should. Uh, well, like One of their things is to be wise in the moment. They don't need to know stuff particularly, but they should like understand the world around them and how it works and go, actually, don't do that. If we do that, you're probably going to- Incur the wrath of the Lord, and you know there will be repercussions. The uh, one of the strings to a cleric's bow, I think, is to stop the stupid. Mm. Other people can be the stupid, but a cleric has to kind of be the, the the voice of reason in the middle of it all.
1: Do you? What we haven't spoken about is what is the? Because uh, I guess. This falls either on a paladin or a cleric, but to be the um the kind of moral compass. Moral compass. I'd of say the that's party more a paladin, well.
2: really. That's why I like. Don't but the, be too the preachy. The cleric's got a, a yeah, role. In that doesn't he can as well, be, but the cleric right? doesn't
4: have to be right because the cleric doesn't have to any be lawful good.
1: Yeah. They don't have to be, but yes, like sorry. if you have a sense of belief or a system of beliefs, and somebody's no, doing things yeah. that's against your system of beliefs, you might challenge somebody on it. Like you you know, it's probably not as much as a paladin. Yeah, yeah, it could be an moral compass. Yeah.
4: But you're nice. Okay.
2: Yeah. Could be. But well, they could, like, they could be. They could be an evil worshipping Absolutely. cleric. Yep. I and, would never
1: hire an evil worshipping cleric. And,
2: and try and guide people into ways that kind of suit their God's mm. needs. That's fine.
1: Let's ask this question Would you hire an evil worshipping cleric? Would I know? Well, you know gods. You've got an understanding of the god they worship and stuff. Because I guess that falls into do you want that- Composition of the party is a key part. Do do you want that person as a a party member? Like, you know, in in a general party, you want someone that's part of the team. You don't want the neutrality and you don't want the evil.
3: This is is one of the things that I kind of- I know, Justin, you're very- eh, Going back to the last episode, I listened to. <laughs> but um, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> you, you are very against this opinion. I am very of the belief that chaotic good and lawful evil are very, very close in alignment.
2: It's what the whole Test of the Twins um, book for Dragonlance talks to.
3: Because you know, um, it comes to the whole thing of. You know, a terrorist could be a freedom fighter if it's fighting for the side that you believe in, kind of thing. You know? Yeah. What? No, no comment.
4: <laughs> He's got that look. And
1: no, comment. no, no, I'm just waiting to be uh, persuaded. <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm not trying to persuade you, but that's my opinion. So, to me, yeah. it's it's.
1: I do. I don't. I don't understand the point that you're making. I guess is where, where I'm at. Like you're saying, one's a freedom fr- fighter and one's a terrorist. I don't get that one's lawful no, evil and one's chaotic it's, good. A
2: certain point of view, I think, is yes. Yeah. Yeah, point. but
1: but then the inherentness of chaos, which is chaotic good, means that you you have an element like lawful means you are you are strict and regimented along a line of belief systems. Chaos means that you flip and flop between things and you, that you don't have that kind of kind of thing. Yes, evil and go- good are two sides of the same coin. But it depends on what your end, like you can do good things if you're evil and you can do evil things if you're good, but the, it's the chaos and the, and the law in that, that I think are diametrically opposed because you've got somebody who will do something along the lines of a belief system and a structure, and you've got somebody else that goes in this moment, this feels like the right thing to do. And they're more fly by the seat of your pants kind of stuff. You know, your freedom fighter is lawful in my mind. Yeah, you know, as as is your terrorist because they both have a very structured belief system. Yeah, cool. That's my mind. Sure, I'm not
2: sure what we're talking uh, about no. anymore.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Clerics, whatever floats you go. Yeah,
2: yeah. Anyway, so I'd have no problem with a cleric of a different persuasion being in my party as long as they weren't preachy and they could be effective and they could form. The part, work in the party affect like, be part of the party. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're evil or good or chaotic or whatever. Don't try and make me you. Don't try and swing me to your persuasion and do your job. And then that's fine.
1: I guess it's what is the effective part. That's the criteria. And and
2: that, for me, is make people be at 100%. Mm -hmm. That primarily your job is to ensure that everyone in the party is at 100% effectiveness. So we need a cleric. I'm right here. Yeah. Mm. Just dip a couple more levels in. If you 100% let us level effective. 30 the time. Yeah. Yeah. If You let us level up a bit more. Uh, well, well. You're 100% effective for that one third cleric you are. Three points. For the cleric. <laughs> yep. Three points. One out of three points.
1: Anyway, th- th- yeah, interesting conversations. I, look, I want to hear these ideas. I guess uh, about characters and stuff, and we'll probably talk a little bit about other characters because there is that that generic kind of ideal thing in your head, and and I think Lindsay, you and I share a, a, a thing where we look at that and we run away from it. You're from my favorite a, person, to almost, argue with. <laughs> almost in the opposite direction, though. Like you know, the, uh, that's the thing when we make characters, we tend to be very similar. We go. What is the thing everybody expects, we're not that, you
3: know, oh, No, I'm- I've been- I've made characters that go very heavily into the thing. Mine all just goes about- I never- I never look at the class first. I look at the concept that I want to get across first, and then I build the class around that. Mm.
1: Yeah. So now we move into the Siege of
2: Serpents. Is your backup character a child? Because you're about to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> My backup- What? Are there children inside as hostages? Young people, yeah. They're, they're the not, younglings. They're,
1: well, they're not the younglings. They're uh, like the university uh, students. In the weeks
2: since we haven't played, I've turned them into very young children.
1: <laughs> no, they're initiates. <laughs> so they're just initiates into the Pathfinder Guild. They're just young. They're like first years. That's right. Kind of. Sophomores. Stuff. Yeah. Sophomores, maybe. Softcocks. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So <laughs> now we move back into the Siege of Serpents. So. Who can tell me what has been going on? Do you guys remember? There are points at bay here. This is how I I'd allocate climb, XP. Reggie had
4: climbed some vines and pretended to be a gardener. We'll go back a bit more. Back a bit more? Yeah. Okay. What's the bigger picture here? Okay, I take that. I'm
2: offended by that. Like, I'm, cons- I'm
4: really offended by that. <laughs>
2: the Aspis Consortium are trying to take over the, uh,
1: no, 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 less than that. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in between those two.
0: So,
2: <laughs> well, on. there's this world. I feel like it's not the answer that's the problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am very tired. Leave me alone. Sometimes you're on your game. Sometimes you're Fair off up. your game. And sometimes today, you're Justin, today is all about the game. So, sorry, yeah, Justin. I guess I guess I want to give some people some some context. if you missed last period, if you missed last <laughs> period. Sorry. <laughs> Get a
4: plan B if
1: you missed miss last period. No, that's, that's a teacher say. That <laughs> yeah. was the teacher in me right there that came out. It's that been years since I've even drool. had to say that. Uh. If you missed last episode, what is the recap that people need for us to understand what's happening in the Siege of Serpents, guys? So, so we, we got- all
3: gone to shit. <laughs> yeah. We basically are told that the university or barracks kind yep. of section where the initiates of the Pathfinder's guild were Mm -hmm. being held up. They've been uh, basically taken hostage. Um, A gentleman came up to tell us that and see if we could go help. We're the only people he could find. Mm -hmm. So we went up and had a little investigate. Uh, Reggie climbed some vines and had a peek in and got caught. And uh, we discovered in our short little bit of reconnaissance that there's some sort of magical trap and all the kids are at a table and there's some sort of magical trap that we assume is going to kill them. If we don't take out this one little small fella walking around,
2: I mean, to be clear, in, in Flopsy's viewpoint here, we everyone else is losing, and that's why this guy has had to do this. Like he's mm. had to do this because he wants out for all of his himself and all of his companions who have attacked the conclave. So, mm-hmm. f- for, for a Flopsy perspective, that's a good thing. We've got them on the ropes.
1: I guess. I, I guess it's a little more, and I get that perspective. The idea, I guess, that is from the from the book's perspective. As a GM talking to players here, is that this is their contingency plan. If if it goes to shit, they can always be like, "We've got the young, we've got the hostages, we've got the initiatives, the initiates, let us out, or the initiates die." Kind of thing. So I guess that that kind of the tactical amongst you get that as yeah. the idea, and, of, and that of makes what's real sense
2: on. if. You value the initiates. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Which we do.
4: Is this whole ah. whole escapade that's happening here? Mm-hmm. Uh, the initiation ceremony for the initiates. Oh, it's a haze.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hazing moment. <laughs> Jeez, that's elaborate! Gee, these pathfinders are good. They really lay it on at O Week, don't they? Yeah. They'd be business.
1: Fifteen <laughs> people died in <at> the initiation. But <laughs> did they? Did they die? <laughs> there were clerics. There's lots of
4: wizards around.
1: <laughs> uh, so, what are some details that you guys can remember around this moment? So, these are the things you said. There might be a magical trap. What are What are some of the actual specific details? Because it's all the devil is always in the details when you are doing this kind of stuff. So Maybe it's not in the details for you guys as a party. But- there
3: was only one bad guy that we saw. It was a halfling walking up and down the tables or yep. around the tables. Front door and a back door. Yeah, and a window.
2: And a basement. Mm-hmm. And vines. We got sent here by Ambrose Felsen. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in the quadrangle. Yep. Where the dorm barracks are. Yep. So he's, uh, yeah, the doors are locked. Yes. Uh, he heard us through the front door and told us to go away. Mm-hmm. The kids are chained around the table at a dining table and there's something floating in the middle between correct. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a candle? A remember. cup. One. A cup. Yeah. And there this, was- uh- This
4: stinks of a fraternity. This really yeah, does. it really does. Yeah.
2: Except for the big vest he's wearing with a lot of vials on it. <laughs>
4: And he's squeezing something
1: in his hand. <laughs> yeah. It looks like if he lets it go, there's a cord attached to the vials. Um, the the things that you probably, that, that I probably need to hit home before this. Yes, there are windows that you can uh, get. The, there's a giant um, window. So going back to what this actual room looks like, imagine a, uh, imagine the, the Harry Potter dinner room, I guess, at a smaller scale. There's a little podium at one end where the teachers might sit or where somebody might give a lecture from. behind. Behind that is a big 15-foot kind of uh, lead light window which you've been trying to peek through. So, we tried to get Skirmish to look through it. We've tried to get Reggie to look through it. Um, And then in the inside, there is a large long table that's about almost 20-foot foot in length and 10 foot wide, uh, on either side, you have some initiates that are sitting there that are chained up, that, are are held in a really macabre scene of them eating dinner. There's like dinner plates set in front of them, bottles in the middle of the table, um, and floating above them, above one of the bottles, you can see like a chalice, a, a cup, a goblet. Um, that is sitting there. A chalice cup and goblet, are they all the same thing or are they different things?
2: Depends on the vessel with the pestle.
1: Well, the vessel with the pestle has the brew that yeah. is true. The pellet with I the poison. You just and have he- to line him up. And yeah. Can, you just- like, yeah. Just- if you have never seen The Court Jester with Danny Kaye, it's an old movie. It has aged interestingly, but boy, oh boy, does it have some great moments in it.
3: I can even tell you the plan that we planned last time before we ended the session. Go. Was it,
2: was it a good plan?
3: It was all When right. Weren't any of our plans? It was the best yeah, we could plan. come up with. So Tia and Miles are going to go in the front door. Um, Tia and Miles are going to try and take out the guy quickly. Like, quickly, If Miles could get off sleep strike, Teal was going to move to try and catch the chalice. Um, I'm looking at you trying to remember your name, Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs>
2: Why?
1: Uh, I thought he was going to say Nikon for a second then. I Reginald. You meant my actual name
4: for a second there,
3: <laughs> Reginald and Flopsy were gonna go in the other way and try and deal with the cup as best as possible. I might have gotten that mixed up. Maybe it was Flopsy and Miles going for the guy and Tia and Reggie were going for the cup.
2: Two I people think, were going for the cup. I think Flopsy Flopsy was in the stealth mission. Stealth oh, in mission. the back. Yeah. Cause he had knock and he had Yeah, that's right. Gash is yeah. for Uh Potion of Vanish or something? Yes. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Which he doesn't need to cast unless it was a scroll. I'm looking at at that now.
0: Uh, The
3: scroll of Fog Cloud. The only thing we hadn't decided on yet was how many turns or count of six seconds were we going to give it before we kicked in the front door after you guys went to the back door. Yeah. So I reckon we pick... You know, six seconds is around. How many rounds do you reckon? Ten. Ten rounds before getting in the front door. Yep. Not okay. that
1: I want to aid you, but can I give you a suggestion? No. Okay. <laughs> We've
3: got to do this our way.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you're bombing the place, killing all the hostages. We, we have no clerics, so we can't pray to God. And siding with right the other guy.
3: <laughs> oh, well, pray to your God. Who is your God? <laughs> I can't remember. Some some cleric you are That's
2: an excellent question Um, We do know that the front door party is listening In case the guy hears another sound and is going to kick it off Mm. They'll go at that point Mm. So there's a kind of a shortcut in case it all goes pear-shaped They're going to go as soon as it went bad Do we want
3: 10 rounds or unless we hear bad noises To kick in the door
2: I think we're, they're using their best judgment to kick in the door if it sounds like it's gone pear-shaped inside. Oh, yeah. sounds good. Sounds good. Otherwise, it's ten rounds, which is enough, should be enough time to get out the back, get through a locked door, and get into some position of usefulness. I like it. We're on a time frame. Correct. We're on the clock. That's mm, true. Do you want me to count?
1: <laughs> All right, so tell me what the plan is, guys, because uh, that, that while you worked that out amongst yourselves, I wasn't listening. <laughs> So, what is, what is the cool, cool. actual plan? Who's where at this point in Not time? Not listening
2: in this audio medium is fun. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I was kind of half listening, but I need some clarity Bridge on Flopsy, stuff. So
2: you're going to take a minute to get out the back, sneak in the back door and find a place of advantage to try and get rid of or take out the okay, so floating Moving,
1: bowl. Moving to the- it's it's a side door at the, at the rear end of the building- Um, That door, you know, goes into, you guys have an awareness of this room, like you've been through here at some point as part of your walking through the grounds and all that kind of stuff. You know that uh, that back door leads down into a basement area which is basically a store so this is how people would get stored goods to come in here there's a few tables in there so if somebody served a a meal or brought like uber eats in here this is where they would eat um there and there is a door that's a separate room into the larger chamber so you go through the out external door into another room and then there's another door that gets you into the chamber with no windows between the two uh, there so just to give you the proper layer of the land
2: and the distance between the front and the back again, sixty. The,
1: the front door and the the rear wall, or yeah, the
2: door at the back that we're going to well, go it's, in It's through.
1: on the side. Yep. That so door. if you wanted to get into the room, literally, you get through the door, move fifteen foot across to the next door, open that, and you're kind of you're kind of on the side of the stage. If that makes um, sense,
2: my, my brain's going. We've got ten rounds. I don't want to waste three of them getting to that back door and just. Just
3: remind me, how does a trap work again?
1: Well, usually there's a trigger and when it's set off the trap. Was that goes it? Was
2: that time. the thing? What thing? Was that the challenge? What challenge? <laughs> Pissed <What>? me <laughs> off. <on.
3: laughs> to upset me. Yeah. No, I do that for free.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> on the house. Never. Yeah, so how far from the front door to the side door at the back, Justin? On the outside? Will we get there in one round?
1: Uh it's sixty foot. Uh yeah. So the whole building is only sixty foot Great. long. So going so to so, take us so so yes.
2: a round to get to the door, yep. a round to get a round or two to get inside, uh-huh. another round to get to the next door, a round or two to get inside. It's dirt.
4: Let's go flopsy. And then yeah. we've got
2: we've got a couple of rounds up our sleeve in a ten round economy to get hidden or get Somewhere advantage, of advantage. Okay,
1: so that's okay. what the two of you will be doing, yes. and then the other two. What's your approach, or what's your intent during that time while they're while they're scarping around to the uh, side, back to the other door, to the other entrance?
3: I will be counting mm-hmm. for a minute. Yep. Can you count to sixty? Yep okay one mile so McCarthy. where will you be Two miles mccarthy when that
1: happens though? we'll be near the, do- near the front door so you're going to stand next to the front door yeah so what i need from you uh i guess is the obviously the last time you approached the front door you got screamed at so he has an awareness that is situated around um you know uh, trying to trying to figure out if somebody's approaching or trying to do something around the front door. So it's important that you have an understanding that there is a, that, that you will need to, it's not just standing there that he could spot you or engage with you or something Tia's like that. Tia's not doing that.
2: Tia's 20 foot from the door. She's putting little divots for her feet in the grass. She's getting ready to charge at this door.
3: Oh, that's a better idea. Let's do that.
2: Okay. Well, she was going to wait for you to tell her when to charge. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, so, fine. Then,
3: I'll stop up to the door. So
1: you're going to stand back from the door?
2: Tia is twenty foot from the door. Charge, bang, open. All right.
1: And Miles, what have you decided?
3: Yeah, I'll, st- I'll try and stealth up towards the door.
1: Okay, so while these guys move off, you're going to try and stealth up towards the door. Mm-hmm. So in that sort of first kind of kind of moment, um, you start doing that. Is there anything else that you would like me to be aware of, to know of? Is there anything else in play here that I need to know as a as a GM that you uh, that you've cast upon yourselves that you're using that you're uh, that you're doing that you've prepped? I-, I would
3: like to say this is really well scary. <laughs> I have never been more. Nervous <laughs> to, inf- to initiate a plan.
2: Um, Flopsy's got a scroll in his hand, a scroll of um, fog cloud and yeah. a potion of vanish.
1: Okay. Fog cloud and a potion of vanish in the hands. I enjoy that you- none of you thought about that until I said it.
3: All- as soon as I said, is there anything you're preparing? No, all three of you went straight to your sheets. No, I was checking my stealth score. Yeah. <laughs> I, r- I rolled it. Rolled a 19. All right. And the clock seems to start.
1: Two of you compatriots move away from you at speed, um, quietly. I have an assumption that Flopsy and Reg are moving quietly. Um, actually, all, the, all three of you that are moving apart from T are moving quietly inwards. Can I please get a stealth check just from Flopsy and Reg as well? Uh, Miles, you've given me yours as well. Uh, rolled a 12 for a total
4: of 24 cool
2: and 23 for
3: Flopsy.
1: Okay. Wonderful.
3: Flopsy you're moving very quietly today. <laughs> I didn't think mine was going to be the lowest. <laughs> <then>. <laughs>
1: And you guys move to uh, your initial position, side door in front of each of the doors. So you're both both versions of the party uh, at the door. Um, I think Miles at this point has taken his shoes off because he needs to start counting. Um-
3: <laughs> I have a very high intelligence squad. Like <laughs> like to let you know, and twelve toes. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we'll
1: probably focus in on what Reg and Miles, uh, sorry Reg and Flopsy are, are doing here. So the first part is you've you've reached that door. What are you going to do to get through said door?
2: Flopsy's just going to point at Reg and point to the door and see if he'll open it. You want me to kick it in? I brought, no, just see if it's open.
4: Okay, so I'll I'll check the handle. Mm-hmm. Is there a handle? Yeah, there is. Yep, I'll check the handle very delicately.
2: Mhm.
4: To just see if there's any resistance, is there any resistance? Uh as in it's locked. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it's locked. It's locked. Flopsy. Flopsy. It's locked.
1: Is it? Shh. <laughs> that's half a minute that's gone by. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, Flopsy is oh, fuck. You came all this way without a plan to open a locked door.
2: Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, no. He's glitching. (laughs) He's paused. paused. He's He's
4: actually paused.
1: (laughs) He's literally just- uh,
4: Frozen, yeah. It's that thing,
2: Justin, where you say, know the rules, know what you want to do, but you don't give us any fucking time to figure it out. (laughs) Two weeks. I'm just reading the rule of a spell that I'm going to cast.
3: Justin, can I just point out you were literally- don't talk to me. I'm, I'm prepping tonight's game.
1: No, I hadn't actually taken it from the thing I wrote it on and mm-hmm. put it in here.
2: <laughs> Flopsy's going to uh, cast Gaseous Form on himself.
1: Okay, so Flopsy casts Gaseous uh, Form on himself. Reg, what are you doing?
4: I'm going to wait and see what Flopsy does. He just checked the door. Yeah. I'm waiting to see. I've checked the door. You said it was locked. Mm-hmm. Then Flopsy, I've told Flopsy, and Flopsy's mm-hmm. then drank a potion. All right. Cast cut, a spell, sorry. Cutting spell.
1: back to the front, we've got Tia, like, backing up, I'm assuming, like a bull. She's just uh, putting divots oh, in. More in, like
2: a 100-meter
1: race, you know, the just
2: shaking out one hand, shaking yeah. out the other. And we have up.
1: Miles right next to the door, just waiting quietly and patiently, uh, mouthing numbers to himself. Back to you two.
2: The Flopsy is now um, in gaseous form, so he has a 10-foot fly speed and can fit through small holes or narrow openings. Can he get under or through part of the door? You can definitely get under the door, Crack. He's going to move all the way through to the second door. <laughs>
4: Come on. It's just the way he said it, Crack. Right? It sounded like my saying, Crack.
1: He's <laughs> going to move all the way through to the second door. Truth be told, I almost said, you move under the door, cracker. <laughs> right. And cut myself <laughs> cut <yourself> off.
4: off. <laughs> there was something weird about it.
2: <laughs> so, two 10-foot moves. Yep. Which would get him to the second internal door, right?
1: Uh, that will definitely get you to the Is second Is it open, closed? What's door? it look like? What it's closed.
2: You, what's he looking at here?
1: A uh, shut door. <laughs>
2: Is it locked on this so, side? Is there a bar? Is there no, a- No,
1: no, it's just an internal door that seems to be closed from you. It does have a keyhole to it. Great. Cool. That's as far as he can go on this round. Okay. <laughs> Reg, are you going <laughs> to- Sorry. Oh, Jesus. Don't die now. You just sold your
4: house. It's all caught up with me. Reggie, what are you going to do? Uh, I think I'm just going to wait and see what Flopsy does. So I'm hoping he's got in under the door and he's going to somehow unlock the door that I am currently waiting.
1: Don't outside. give him cues by saying it to me like you're hoping to tell Brett what you want his character to do. No, I, was, I, I know what's happening here. That's exactly. I what- am hoping he'll be on the other side opening the door because I can hear Brett going the other direction <laughs> and going
4: rogue. Going rogue if is he what does I that, love. No, but if he does that, that's fine. I'm just saying
2: what you ask me, what I think's happening, my character. There you go. And, and just to, to back that up, Flopsy's got a very high intelligence score. He doesn't want to diminish this spell and then find that the second door is locked. Okay. <laughs> so he's checking the second door to see if it's locked too so he can open from the inside and then walk back. Okay. So there you go, see? So you're at the second door. Back to Miles. Uh, Miles I'm not at the second door.
1: Miles, 18,
2: 19, 20. You got it. So Flopsy's <laughs> going to incorporeally- slide through the second doorway and have a look to make sure that this guy can't see him where he is at this back door. So
1: you move under now talk to me about gaseous form a bit for the people that are listening to gaseous form,
2: maybe read the spell for us so we have an understanding. It's a long spell, but the interesting things in the last sentence. I didn't read that one.
4: Always in the last... It is always
2: (laughs) in the last sentence. The subject and all its gear become insubstantial, misty, and translucent. Its material armor, including natural armor, become worthless, though its size, dexterity, deflection bonuses, and armor bonuses from Force effects still apply gain DR-10 magic, become immune to poison, sneak attacks, and critical hits. Can't attack or cast spells with verbal, somatic material or focus components while in gaseous form. Well, that's a problem. This does not rule out the use of certain spells that the subject may have prepared using the feat. Still spell, silence spell, issue materials. The subject also loses supernatural abilities while in gaseous form. If it has a touch spell ready to use, that spell is discharged harmlessly when gaseous form spell takes effect. The gaseous creature can't run, but can fly at a speed of 10 feet and automatically succeeds at fly skill checks It can pass through small holes or narrow openings, even mere cracks mm-hmm. with all it was wearing or holding in its hands. As long as the spell persists, the creature is subject to the effects of wind and it can't enter water or other liquid. It also can't manipulate objects or activate item. Even those carried along with its gaseous form continuously active items remain active though. In some cases, their effects may be moot. Okay.
1: So, uh, I guess what I'm getting at there is it doesn't make you invisible as well. So you are translucent. A, you are a gas cloud that uh-huh. that has a chance of being seen should you pass under this door uh-huh. All right? So, I guess in that, he's just going to pass an
2: eyeball through first.
1: Ah! <laughs> in that space, you just want to have a peek through. Is that really what
2: you're doing? Well, he wants to see if he can he, yes, he wants to yep. check what's in the room before going into the room. Dropping the spell and then unlocking to come back.
1: I mean, you're not moving, passing all the way under the door, but you can look under the door enough with this gaseous cloud to know that this is the hallway. So, yeah. so uh, beyond this door leads you. You can see directly in front of you is the edge of the stage. To your right, you can see the table, and you can see a halfling figure moving up and down. You know, in 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 pace, mid pace, uh, up and down the uh, that hallway.
2: How far away from Flopsy? Uh,
1: he's about midway at this point it's in like time. Thirty so foot away.
2: You're probably looking at about thirty. Foot and away. well lit here or shadowy? Or? It's well lit in mm. this room. Mm. So he'll pull his head back in Mm -hmm. and then use his other move to go to the first door.
1: Just do me a favor. Mm. I'm giving you a large bonus here, but just make a stealth check for me. Oh, a 15? A 15. Yep. Cool.
2: And then back to the first door, drop the spell. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that's two moves at 10 foot.
1: So, yeah, so you I move you,
2: to stick the head out and a move to get back to the yeah,
1: door. Yeah, yeah. So, dropping the spell is an actual standard. I haven't action. dropped the spell. Yeah, so you'd to have to move do that and next move around. Yeah, and stuff. Reggie, are you doing anything other than waiting? So, we've got both of you guys are st- sitting, waiting. Just, just,
4: yep, doing exactly that, being patient as I can possibly be.
1: Okay, perfect. Um, 24, 25.
3: So, so while, while I'm actually waiting out of character, I I've been. This goes back to what you were asking about today. One of the things I've been playing around with is Norse rune reading. Yep. So I just drew three Norse runes to read the situation, mm-hmm. how this is going to unfold. Uh, we got Thurizaz, which means danger. We got Laguna, which means flowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. And then we have sacrifice. <laughs> danger, flowing links. sacrifice.
1: <laughs> yeah, yep. So the person who's turned into a flowing form,
3: flowing sacrifice.
4: <laughs>
2: Flopsy becomes substantial and unlocks the
1: door. Okay. Quietly. So, so the door opens in front of you.
2: Reginald. Oh, he's got the right door, is he?
4: Yeah. Okay, good. Right. And there's and only
1: one door open. Flopsy
2: fingers to his lips and quietly whispers through that door. It's very well lit, nowhere
4: to hide. For you, maybe. I'm gonna cast knock on the door to unlock it. So knock you the door. Through. What? Knock? What knock knock on the door?
2: I will cast a spell to unlock
4: it. <laughs>
1: I can't Lindsay, hear you, you and I are both are both <laughs> sensing the same thing here. Like it's a good time for them to argue and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. yeah, have excessive <laughs> I hey, know this is, is our, a medium. This of- is our role play
2: moment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Lindsay and I just looked at each other, and like, Oh, this is not the time for that. Go to that door.
2: Okay. Can I cast Oh, he'll pull another scroll out of his belt, I guess. At okay. that point.
1: Yep. So you cast there, Reginald, you move into the internal door. Mm. All right.
4: That gets us to 30, 31, 32. So can Flopsy explained to Reg what is on the other side of this second door.
1: I guess it, it, you would know that on the other side of that door is that room that you've you, seen it. You yep. want to come into? Oh yeah, with my little right. peek. Moving, moving across the space though, can you give me a move silently check, please? I mean, another stealth check. Another stealth check, please.
4: Um, is it sure? Yeah, that is a twenty-eight for Reg. Hmm.
2: Twenty-three for Flopsy. Perfect.
4: Flopsy.
1: So you move, both roll, of you, I guess, well. mo- have moved over to that door. Are you doing anything to manipulate the door in this uh,
4: six-second block? Uh, I, I'm not, because you've got to knock it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's correct.
2: Brett, what does knock do? Oh. Knock, open, stuck, barred, or locked doors, as well as those subject to hold portal or arcane lock. When you complete the casting of the spell, then make a cast level check against the DC of the lock. See, table at the right. With a plus 10 bonus. Um. If successful, knock opens up to two means of closure. This spell opens secret doors as well as locked or trick opening boxes or chests. It loosens, welds, shackles and chains, provided they serve to hold something to shut. If used to open an arcane locked door, the spell does not remove the arcane lock, but simply suspends its functioning for 10 minutes. In all other cases, the door does not relock itself or become stuck again on its own. Knock does not raise barred gates or similar imp- such as Portcullis. It does not affect ropes, vines and the like. The effect is limited by the area. Each casting can undo as many two, as two means of preventing access and he can affect up to uh, oh, four square feet.
1: Okay perfect.
2: three, three square feet, sorry? Uh,
1: it, from my understanding though that means it doesn't just unlock the door, it actually opens the door. So, Knock actually opens the, the portal egress door. When you say
4: open, we don't mean fling open. We mean it becomes a jar. Opens it. Opens it a little bit. Opens it. Half open. Does it?
2: I read it as unlocking because the open-close spell does open and close, unless it's built into this spell. That's an interesting, interesting take on it, Jussie. Just read that first line for me. No, knock open, stuck, barred, or locked doors. So, yeah. Okay.
3: I just would like to say I, I- just drew the rude luck. So, you know- First, Maybe. Letters, first letter's
2: wrong. Look,
1: I'm I'm happy to go with the idea that you're just going to unlock it, Brett. So, you know, while it says- Because it, it is obtuse, and I guess you are in control of the spell. So, of course, you can manipulate it, that spell so that it unlocks and the door- So, essentially, what I, what I would say to you, you have control as to whether you want the door to open, whether you want the door to be unlocked, but also, like, say you turn a door handle and, like- Essentially, you don't have to manipulate a handle to make it open. Like, you could just push it, and it would be- uh, It can just sit there.
2: I think he wants it kept in the open position so the latch isn't engaged at all, so it will quietly open as long as the hinge isn't squeaky.
1: Yep, yep, easily done. Um, And just casting of that spell. Did you already do a stealth check to move over? I was, the, he
2: was 10 foot away. I did that 23 stealth check, but just before, I can do another one. For yeah, the just for the,
1: it's the casting of the spell that I'm worried about at that point oh, in time. Just I'm to just keep rolling disclosure. 17s on my That's stealth. That's magnificent. Which is a
2: 23 again.
1: That is magnificent. So you find yourself- do you want
2: to, I don't know how hard your lock is.
1: You find yourself having to make a DC check, right? That's right. Versus the lock of it.
2: So simple twenty, average twenty five, good thirty, amazing forty, mm-hmm. and it's a cast a well, level check. Well, let's
1: roll. You tell me what you roll, and then uh, looking at that DC, tell me what you've unlocked.
2: Just anyone know what a caster level check? It this is this, um, your level,
1: your caster level. Okay, so you roll d twenty, add your spell ca- caster level. Okay,
2: that's uh, twenty one. A 21 will get you past a what DC door? So with a plus 1031, that's everything up to – it'll open a good but not an amazing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Which,
2: Which is a DC. So good is a DC 30.
1: Okay. Perfect. You silently feel like that has gone through. You, you There's a success that you understand through magical means. feels
2: like it's loosened. Yeah. Thumbs you, up. You
1: probably even see the door handle yep. just maneuver itself.
2: Thumbs up to Reg. Two fingers to wave him through. Okay. okay. 30. 40, Sorry, I was inserting two fingers into Reg to wave through.
1: 42. 43.
4: 44. Now what happens? Flopsy's done his bit. He's looking at Reg now. I'm supposed to wait for the 60, right? I don't know why I'm looking at Justin.
3: Yeah. I don't know. You, this, I don't know why you're asking the we, question. We, we, spoke the, we spoke about the plan beforehand. It's up no to you. We're
4: talking a, about the plan now. Yeah. Reg's got to remember the plan. Reg's got a little excited. So he's going to have a little look, see if he can. Have, is, is, is it a jar? It's just a, it's a jar, is it? No, it's, it's just un,
1: it's unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: God. If it was a jar, I'd be unstuck, though. Yeah.
1: No, it's just, it's basically sitting in so its hinges. Uh, you can- Swinging on its hinges. You have to be able to, it's f- swinging freely, but it's not, it's in a have, closed position. You have to
2: manipulate it to see through it. Okay. I didn't want to let the crack of darkness into that light room. Okay. Reg is going to put,
4: is it a handle? Mm-hmm. Right, Reg is going to put his hand on the handle. Mm-hmm. And wait, Okay. Because Reg can't remember the plan.
2: <laughs> I know. 48. It's almost like we had a role play moment that was interrupted 50. where Flopsy was reiterating what that plan was.
1: Fifty-one, fifty-two. <laughs> 51. 52. Anything happening?
2: Flopsy's going wide-eyed at Reg, you
0: know. Get in there. Reg,
2: to, you know, waving him in.
4: Reg's going to. G- gently just start to inch the door open <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this uh, non-oiled <laughs> door uh, oh Flopsie, <laughs> pardon me <laughs> uh, ironically there's like a shop bell that you did
0: bing bong bing bong is there much resistance so on start- the
1: door no the door's freely swinging yeah but no but is it like stiff is
4: it you <laughs> know? it's just the door on a hinge. Okay. Can I see in? What can I see? So you open the door. But enough to just. Yep.
1: So you, essentially, you're moving the door. It's that yeah, hand moving
2: inwards, Luke.
1: <laughs> again, for the audio I think, medium. I think he's waving just- at me <laughs> in some way. <laughs> I think that was like it's yeah. like the Queen waving um, yes. the way he was. <laughs> captain, my captain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Well I am I still like I'm gonna open it one and go Hi. Oh, yeah. I'm just like in- inching it open to just get a get a get a sense of what Got a in. Do you want me to roll something? Yes. What am I rolling? A stealth. Initiative, <laughs> natural twenty. Okay, so that's thirty-two. Oh.
1: Right, oh, so wow. you a, a crack of the door open. So you, essentially, you're doing it so subtly that it's only the width of the door mm. that opens. Mm. You're looking through the crack, and what again, do I see? you can see a halfling uh, pacing now, sort of uh, moving back up towards the two big main doors. How far away is he? Uh, he would be f- across the way from you. You would be able to get to him in twenty foot, twenty feet.
4: Yep. Can I draw a shuriken?
1: You certainly got enough actions left. Draw a shuriken.
4: Is there much between me and him? Uh, There's a
1: corner of the stage. There's some chairs. Like you know, he's on the other side of the table from you. So you would have to sort of maneuver around the table, like a Z kind of. Can I
4: not acrobatics over the table? You, of course, you could, because you know how well I do that. Yes. Just
1: remember there's implications for your movement as well for that one. It,
4: well, surely if I've got a zigzag around it, it's the same implications, right? Of going In terms of compromising acroba- my movement. Acrobatics, every five foot takes 10 foot. So when you do acrobatics, it doubles your move. But as a straight line, I mean, I'm not looking at the map. Let's draw a triangle. Yes, please. There? Oh, Lindsay. Can you get to
1: him out. in 20 feet? Yes, you can. All right. Scott the plan. I have forgotten the plan. Okay.
2: <sighs> What's that wisdom score there?
4: Where's the cleric? Oh, fuck, I'm the cleric as well, aren't I? <laughs> 54, 55, 56. Let's go. How far away is he now? Has he moved much further away?
1: Uh in this round, he has just moved another 20 foot away what? from you. So he's now 40 foot away. Um, and what are you guys going to be doing? Flopsy's about to
4: ca- cast from another scroll. Okay. You doing anything, Reg? I, I get the impression I'm supposed to do something, so I, <laughs> I just thought, all right, I'm going to run in. Let's okay. go.
1: You just open the door? I'm not going to. No, I'm going to. Uh,
4: yeah, sure. <laughs> and run
2: in.
1: Yeah, Yeah, tell me me what you're doing. It's only a bunch of kids. Let's go. (laughs) I have
2: six seconds to tell you what the plan is. And in fact, I'm doing my bit of the plan.
1: So, Flopsy, you see Reg move the door open enough for for him to fit through. Uh, are you moving inside at yes, this point, Reg? Yes, at that point, Reg moves around the corner from you. It's at this point that the door flinging open—like you're gonna notice that in a room. Like I'm he's not flinging he's, it open. no, but opening Gee, enough. Can I not
4: roll a stuff? Is, come on, come is that
1: light. is that the door is going to trigger? Um, some kind of reaction uh, from him at this point in time. So, what we're doing right now is we're rolling initiatives, guys, because that's
2: really important for me. And I've got to say a fuck a yes. Can Flopsy cast his spell that he had prepared for that moment? Cast your
1: initiative first, please. Oh, fuck you. Surprise round? All right. So, initiatives, uh, uh, please. Reginald. 25. Nice, Flopsy six, Miles
4: five,
3: Tia.
2: <laughs> Shit, forget about that.
4: Everyone, everyone, so you get all uh, the fucked up and be dead. <laughs> everyone, I mean, I, did
3: I have to count another five seconds. Get, tia is going.
4: also on six. Reg, you go first. You get the
1: drop on him. The door opens and he seems to kind of, you know, you know when someone senses something out of the corner of their eye mm. and he notices that movement in it, but you have the the upper hand, I guess, in this movement space.
4: Oh, there we go. That's my speed. How far away is he? Uh, 40 foot. Oh, perfect. What was it? He's got bottles around him, right? What was it? Or was that a joke? That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's 40 feet away. In a st- I can get to him within 40 no, feet. No, he's on the other side oh, of the so table. I, it's, a so it's a zigzag to so get talk in Talk to there. me, talk to me, talk to me. Okay, because I've got a 30-foot speed. A 30-foot speed? Yep. Yep, so you can definitely
1: get to him. I just get to him in one move? In, yes. So you, you use your 40-foot of your move, of your 60-foot full move to get to him.
4: But I can't do anything after that, though, can I? No. Or, or I could move 30 feet and then throw a shuriken at him. You could do that also. Let's do that. Or you could
3: remember the plan.
4: Yeah, no, that's good. And do that also. You know, know, the thing is with plans is they're great until the shit hits the fan and the shit is hitting the fan because I forgot the plan. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay. Sorry, guys. I'm going to go, let's go 30 feet and chuck a shuriken at him. You ready? So I don't get the surprise round or the drop on him or anything. He hasn't moved, Rich. so as
1: far as you know, like you, 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 you do get the drop on him because you move before him. So you one hundred percent are moving, and you have the drop on him right now. He definitely, like you know, you see him start as if he's noticed something's happened, but he certainly is in any position to have been moved. So you just hear like a
4: kind of moment, and you have your actions to do. So uh, do I. Does he have his deck? Is he denied his deck? So have I got a surprise on him? Yes. yes. Cool. All right. So we're going to chuck a shuriken at him. So I've moved to 30 and I'm just running straight up and just let him rip with this shuriken. Sure. Yep. Natural 19. Um, that is a 26 to hit. You're going to hit. I get a hit. Okay. So cause of, because of my level uh, brawler, the snake bite striker, because he's I've got, a, I've got the drop on him. Yep. I get sneak attack. Yep. Okay, cool. So I get the extra d6. Extra
1: damage. d6. Which I'm, for a I, I am all ready for three points of damage
4: here. <laughs> uh, I, here we go. I am poised. Foul. Okay. stuff you.
3: Four points of damage. Oh, yeah. it's a Ricky crit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was about to
3: ask that. Do Shara crit on a no, no, 20 yeah. times two. 20 times two. 20, 20
1: times two. Yeah, it's one shy. Yeah, you did add your strength. Oh, five points of damage. <laughs>
2: him up there.
1: See, you can never accuse me that I'm not on your side. I remembered that I you know, can Justin, give you your your kind. strength to him, so that
2: magnanimous. That, I think is the yeah. only thing of you. Yeah.
1: He reels as a shuriken smacks him in the shoulder. You can see it dive deep, biting into his shoulder blade. His arm kind of drops limp as he turns around and sees the door open, sees Reggie moved into the room on the other side of the table, even though Reggie's probably the same height as the table, just Hold the top, minute, of, he can the see top of the top of your heads uh, looking at each other. It's about now that you probably are realising that you were supposed invisible. to be invisible That's at right, this yeah. point. I, th- I saw the penny drop right then when she <laughs> said that. And, he looks at you, Reg, and you see his, his good hand come to something that is around his neck. His eyeballs move up to the top where the goblet suspended above the table is.
2: Hang on, it's his turn. There's no surprise around here. Mm-hmm.
1: He's, well, he's not surprised because
4: <laughs> he's-
3: <laughs> He went, <gasps> which is like the sound of surprise.
2: Right. Surprise.
3: <laughs>
4: We got another go. Is that what we're saying?
2: Well, I'd like a go before he has a turn, <laughs> I think is what I'm saying. Can you turn me invisible name? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what this
1: scroll does. The issue that I've got with the surprise round here, and I'm going to tell you this. Had you come into the room invisible, yeah, I would have given you the a- surprise and round. And he
2: was always expecting someone to come, it's,
1: right? It's that the because he's he's aware of stuff and the door flinging open, Made him aware, yep. like you know that that is where he was on alert. Yeah. Anyway, um, like you haven't caught him unawares if that makes sense. Like he is expecting.
2: He was people. always expecting someone yeah, to break after, in
1: after the stuff at the window, after right. the people at the door. Yeah. He's he's been on guard this whole time. So had you walked in 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 a gaseous form, I would have given you that as well, or been in the room. Um, You know, without him, without alerting him with the door, it was really the The door that that, negated
2: the surprise round. Kind
1: of negated that round. Um, And you see, oh, this is fun. The cup Mm. tip. So, Reggie, you'd probably be the only one that sees that. It puts his hand around his uh, chest grab something like a pendant that's hanging around his neck and you can see him look up at the cup his uh, his hand kind of moves a little bit and you see the suspending goblet that's in the sky just tip very slowly and from the edge of the goblet you see a ball just roll out of the goblet and begin to fall what are you going to do right now brett Flopsy before Tia. Uh, well, I'm happy you're both on, it. you're All both right. on six, who gets All the right. drop on each other? Well,
2: let me just roll that out. Uh, Flopsy goes first. Uh, Flopsy's going to complete his spell, which is a scroll of jump. Yep. Uh, that's one action. Yes. His next action is to move 10 feet and jump and try and get, grab the thing out the air.
1: So you move 10 feet. Yep. And then, and does, then he, he rolls does... an
2: acrobatics check to jump. Yeah. every, uh, the distance is the DC.
4: Okay. So you get to set the DC for the distance? No, no,
2: the distance that I want to jump, oh, okay. I've got to hit that. That is the DC. So gotcha, if it's gotcha. 30 foot away, I've got to roll 30. <laughs> oh, fuck. Roll your jump check. Now the jump spell gives me a plus 20 to this. Oh, okay. Oh, and I rolled a 19. Yeah. And I've got a plus two. So that gets me mm-hmm. to 30. 49. 41. So, so you overshoot oh, it. I jump 40 feet, but I'm aiming for the cup in so the air. He wants to grab the thing in the air, envelop it, and then fall to the ground with
1: it. You move in into the room. You launch yourself. I need a Do you 10 need foot a run. 10 foot run in the it direction, is- or just any 10 foot run. It room? says a 10 foot run. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, and you launch yourself, you fly high a
2: quarter over of the, the top a quarter of the of, table. A quarter of the distance is my height.
1: <laughs> over the top of the table, yeah. and you intercept both of the bead and the cup, which have separated from each other. Yeah. I need a dex check. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the moment. It's not an acrobatics check? This is No, this is, a, this is a pure dexterity. I am catching something. I am doing something sensitive. I am being a badass
3: motherfucker.
2: Not a sleight of hand?
3: Nope. If you catch something sensitive, that's like the most sensitive thing Flops well, has ever done.
2: He, he, I've rolled a 15 with a plus two for dex. 17 is the answer. He did something a little bit more than that. For oh.
1: Your hand streaks out. You hit the cup 100% get the cup out of the sky. It's in your hands. You aim for the ball and you just end up pushing it a little bit more so that it's off center. Does it travel with me? off kilter at this point. Does like it you know towards when you, me. When you grab something out of the air and you kind of hit it like you just miss it. Like the edge oh, of right. your finger hits it. And like all of this is happening in a bit of slow motion. I get I'm taking a little bit of uh, of
2: creative license here. Tia, what are you doing? Tia runs up to the front door and charges shoulder first into that door.
1: Okay. Tia, give me a break DC for the door because that's what we're at. Strength check, is it? Mm-hmm. Is it straight up strength? That'd be a 16, Justin. So it's a straight strength check of 16. Tia's shoulder hits the door. The door moves Forwards, probably about 10 centimetres before holding steady and bouncing Tia back a little bit.
2: But an incredible crash on the door and a loud noise a to distract large, anyone from the inside.
1: A very large bang happens at the door. Miles, what are you doing?
3: Um, seeing that Tia didn't get through it, Miles is going to take a kick at the door himself. What? Do it. I was just looking at his face then.
2: His face is never approving. 21. Oh, good.
3: A jolt
1: flies through your thigh as it's not enough to actually get through the DC to break the door's locks and to open this large bound wooden door.
2: Come, jinxa, we do it together. Hey. And then we move inside.
1: <laughs> and then we move inside. Rich. You're
4: so 10 the border, foot- The, the ball's still falling?
1: You're 10 foot away from the, the guy. Flopsies in the sky. I'm assuming- do you, remember, do you remember the X-Men, uh, cut, like the movie when we first see Quicksilver and like all of the pans in the kitchen are frozen oh, yeah. in the sky and yep. he's running around moving things. In my mind, this is what it looks like. Flopsies next to it just go, Roo! and there's this ball that he's kind of hit off kilter. Reg is sort of sitting there. Um, the other guy's kind of looking at that at this point in time. The Door's moving, so there's shock waves coming off it. Reg, what are you doing?
4: So is the, how far is the ball? Is the ball still in the air? It's a, a little tiny bead is what it is, yes.
1: How far away from me? Uh, it's from you. You are looking at – it's on top of the table, so you would have to get on top of the table somehow um, and move over there and you, oh, 30 feet. See, what I'd like
4: to do is basically move to catch the the bead.
1: You moved it, so you want to. I like, like
4: I don't know whether I can catch it, or I'm not going to say I'm going to jump up for it. I'm just yeah. positioned, ready to catch it as it falls.
1: Okay, so Reg, what I see you doing is you you jump upon the table, cool. and slide across the table, yeah, nice. under yep. it like a like a catcher. We'll do that. Yep, that's okay. Good. Yep, give me a an acrobatics. Oh, roll. you want
4: acrobatics? Uh, does a twenty eight.
1: Yep, acrobatics check work. Acrobatically, you get yourself under where that I'm bead under, I'm under where it is. Bead
4: is going. With my hands open, forward. ready for, for the interception as it comes down. That's correct. Cool. Okay. I'm taking, yep, yeah, flopsy's lead out at this bead. Something's important about the bead. I think we all know what the bead
2: is. I think, I think there was a plan where we were going to get the cup out of the air while the people crashed through the front no, door.
4: I I'm sure there wasn't a plan. That <laughs> <laughs> no plan was discussed. <laughs> You say that like I heard it.
3: I retract all previous statements about Reggie being the leader of the Reggie 3. <laughs> never asked for it.
2: I think three talks to his attention span. <laughs> Seconds. Yeah. One, two, what? You have never seen Flopsy Jump so well. I- I'm impressed. Well, I yeah. think anyone has seen Flopsy Jump so well. No one else has seen it.
1: So in, in my mind, you've got Flopsy in the sky, Reg sliding under Flopsy oh, nice. all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. This ball falling sort of between them. The, uh, the halfling that's in the room, you see him cast a spell and a flash of light
4: erupts right next to you, Reg. So you're going to have to catch a blind now, right? <laughs> this
1: creates a burst of light. In front of a single creature, which is you. Mm -hmm. I need a fortitude save, please. Fort save. What am I saving against? A flash of light. It's not an enchantment? Nope. Okay. It's attempting to
4: blind you, you think. It's not fear? It is not. Is are going to try to scare the sight out of me? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Where we go? A fort save. Forts. Where's forts? Oh, okay. So I'm looking for different things here, then.
1: Yeah. A natural one's always going to fail. Just remember
4: oh. that. Well, don't don't speak that into existence. Just a natural one. So I rolled a 14. Yep. And my fort save is plus nine. So 23. Holy
2: shit. What? Moly.
1: I did not expect his fort to be <laughs> that. Fort. Your fort is. How's <laughs> your fort? Your
4: fort's better than that, Tia's fort. My like, fort's nine, reflex oh, 10, will yeah, eight. Yeah, monk. Yeah, monk. Oh, I forgot about
1: oh. that. There we go. Which monk's, is,
4: monk's for life. Which
1: is fine because the, the DC that you needed was a 14. So. <laughs> A flash of light goes, you turn your head just in time for this flash of light to go off, but the last thing that we've got to deal with is a ball in the air. Now, this is the randomness of dice roll, because this is what it's going to come down to. There are no rules that judge this. This is, as much as I bitch about the rule of cool, this is around the, uh, the idea of how do you manoeuvre time like this? Because time is instant, and therefore the ball should have fallen down by now, but it didn't because I am a generous GM. So
2: Even you couldn't get those words out. <laughs> I couldn't.
1: I almost <laughs> choked on them. So this is what's going to happen because we've got two people outside, and I feel like Lindsay has to be part of this. So, Lindsay, you're going to take your percentile dice and you and I are going to roll them together and we're going to see what happens. There's a 50% chance right here. Let's be in the same quadrant as each other and you get to choose what happens.
4: Okay. Three, two, one. Oh, that was what I was supposed to wait for. What would you get?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fifty-eight. <laughs> Seventy-three. It was so close. What happens, Lindsay?
3: Okay. I don't want this power.
4: <laughs> what happens? What are we speaking to? He has control of what happens at the door? No, no. The ball
1: falling. Oh. So, this was a chance of the ball falling. What happens? It's, uh, You get to determine. Does Reg catch it? Does it
4: hit the floor?
3: I don't know. I think he needs to roll again to catch it. I don't you think it it's roll just- a Reflex save.
4: Uh, I don't know. I have deflect arrows. Is it kind as a projectile coming towards How big me. is it? Do I hit it towards Flopsy and with deflect arrows? And he Flopsy's gets still to- in the air right next is to it. Is it what I think it is? It's a
3: bead. Is it what I think it is? I don't know. He- Look, personally, if I was DMing this, I would have it,
4: have him roll to catch it. Yeah, I'd have him roll to catch it. So what I'm been using a reflex. All right. I don't know. Lindsay is determined it- that you are rolling to catch the bead. So who's setting the DC on this?
1: That's me. Okay, so Baby, what am I rolling with? Uh, you are rolling a, a, a dexterity check, much like Flopsy did, grasping in the air to catch the bead. You're looking to get the bead uh, safely.
4: Are you sure this wouldn't be a reflex save?
1: No. This is because I told
4: you what my reflex bonus mm. was, isn't it? That's so unfair. No,
1: it's the same check I made Flopsy do.
4: Oh, dear. Did you beat a 20? I did not beat a 20. I rolled a seven. Oh, that is much worse. And my decks is plus four. Okay. So 11 on the decks.
1: The bead where you were poised to do it, you kind of look up. You're like, yeah, I got this. You give Flopsy a little bit of a wink on the way through because oh, that's man. how cocky you are. Flopsy's
2: still hanging in the air while you've got all this stuff going on. Your hand grasped. <laughs> now imagine this.
4: So and, hang on. You're defying gravity because the bead is falling and
2: you are not. Okay. Cool. I, don't, I don't- This is a magical realm. You should
4: be falling at the same
2: rate. You should be coming down with it, right?
4: Yeah, he's flying- he's, oh,
2: yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's on a
1: trajectory away so from He's on a trajectory away from So he's twenty
2: heading 20 foot out because it was a 20 foot jump. In, oh, into the wall?
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, but one, that was cruel on Justin's behalf. But two, like- you know, your chance story, to come through for the story party. Story wise, you've got to at least roll to catch it.
1: I'm just, I'm imagining this in slow motion. Flopsy in the sky, you wink, go to grab it and just absolutely fumble the bead. The bead hits the table. As the bead hits the table, it cracks. It kind of, imagine a gel bead and it's the paper. skin around it just evaporates, peels back like a water balloon. Erupting fire, which expands and expands and expands into a 40-foot bubble.
4: Now we get a reflex save. Oh, impressive. That's impressive. Of
1: a fireball Ah. that fills the space. Reflex saves,
3: please. What about us outside? You're protected by a door. Nothing untoward happens at all. Until the door smacks me in the face. (laughs)
1: Fireball erupts. Make a reflex, both of you. I did that already. Yep. Rolled a 15
2: Mm -hmm. to 25. Okay. And you, Flopsy? Flopsy rolled a six, but he's very, very impressed by the shape and size of this fireball. He's looking at it admirably as he probably slams into the wall on the other side of the table. (laughs)
1: You see the form of a halfling sort of ducked down using the table as cover also- uh, sort of moving away from the uh, blind share of this fireball as six points of fire damage erupts unless you beat a DC of 15, which is the reflex half. So three points for you, Reg. Three points.
2: And oh, six, six points for, for you, Flopsy. Flopsy. A, he doesn't take all of that damage, my friend. <laughs> oh. The
1: unfortunate part is that it damages every person that is sitting at the table. Six it, points of damage. You see,
4: did I get reflex saves?
1: You Kinda. see, some initiates burning on fire, skin peeling away, eyeballs melting. It's like the last scene oh, of Raiders on. of the Lost Ark. <laughs> I just mean, it, don't if, look into the light. They say. I just mean, if they, they couldn't they take
3: six points of damage, they're yeah. not going to make it far in Pathfinder.
1: <laughs> Do you remember the I part where I said I they concur. were they were beaten, bloodied, and cut, and on the but door six points on the come on on the, uh, on the edge of death?
2: Lucky you've got.
4: How um, I many of them are dying? I got
1: three rebukes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got three rebukes. I will just read you this: uh, the novices who are all suffering wounds from the battle and are each. At one hit point.
4: Oh, so neck five, a
1: eh? Fireball goes off. You hear this from the outside right now. What are you going to do there?
2: We're backing up together and running yeah. together. So, this is, I guess, Flopsy, you get to go at this point. Well, Flopsy finishes his very long jump. <laughs> you land, you have your full <laughs> both, movement, both land. in time and in length. Uh, spins around, uh, looks to the bead, uh, fireball. Gets engo- covered in fire, steps out of it as if like nothing really happened, mm-hmm. and then casts a spell at the dude, the halfling. It's a magic missile. He pulls out a, a drop and drops it off his fingers. It's a tear drop as tears shoot from his hand. Um, and but she's magic- outside at the door as two darts doing six points of damage slam into the halfling, manipulating oh, wow. stuff.
1: Okay, outside. Tia and Miles.
3: How do you want us to do this? Do you want us to. Well, how do you want to do it? Well, does it roll?
2: One of us rolls with. What are you doing? We're charging together to break the door down. Okay,
1: so one of you takes the lead, the other one aids. So one of you gives the other one
2: plus two. Help me? Yeah. That's better. Uh, 22,
3: 21. Actually, no. I also rolled
2: a 22. That's 24 altogether. I know, I'm just saying. 24 altogether as we slam equally into this door. It's still not
1: enough to get through the door. You bash against the door. You feel some of it splinter. You can hear the creaks. You can see splinters come off it. You feel like you were so close. Once more.
2: Back it up. And you back up.
1: (laughs) Only to find out. That next week we're
3: going to have to. Oh, 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 here. Did anyone guess my uh, challenge? No. No. What was it? I was saying sayings wrong. So you're saying your sayings wrong? Yeah. It's like the um,
4: half a dozen of one sits the other. And poop on my parade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Isn't that what the saying is? I, poop on my parade? parade
3: on you, Rain on your parade. Rain on your parade, yeah. Oh. Whatever floats your goat. I didn't hear that one.
2: It it would mean us listening.
3: Yeah, but also to be fair, we always get our say wrong
2: yeah, around yeah, this time. I think
3: I also did that. That's right in the pocket. Well, John, you get a, a fun fun badge. Fun badge. Mischief happens. Wait. awaits awaits awaits. Nice. If you have any challenges, send them through.